Hi friends, thank you for being with us here on Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. We are here for an episode today which I think you might want to have a pen and paper handy for today, right Laurel? What do you think? Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, if we were going to give any tip, tip I say put your put your record, you know, put the podcast on pause, run get a paper and pen and then come on back because Laurel and I are going to talk about our favorite books. Some of our favorite books. We can't name them all, can we, Laurel? Could you imagine? I know. We'd be here for hours, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yeah, so we're going to keep this episode short and sweet, but we're going to run through kind of quickly some book titles and some offerings for you and some ideas about what they're about. Um, and, and these are books that, for me, Laurel, you know, the books that came up for me as I was kind of reflecting and getting ready for our episode today are books that I know really made an internal shift for me. Like I had aha moments during the book. I could think about my life and, and, and the world a little differently after that book. I mean, they really impacted me in, in, in an important way. How about you as you were reflecting, Laurel? The same thing. I mean, there are books that I read and it is a big aha moment or make you know gives me a shift in perspective maybe something that i've been struggling with that i haven't really found an answer to yet and you know and i'm going to say some of them are light and some of them are you know heavier self-help books right yeah but where are those lessons in that reading yeah yeah so let's dig in laurel we could start in so many places and we have so many places we could go but let's let's try to give a little bit of a category to our audience and to our listeners for ideas. So let's go back to the very beginning, maybe of our journeys, our inner journeys, right? And really digging in and doing this beautiful work. What are books that come up for you when you think back to the very beginning that first like started to wake you up to like how important this is? The beginning is so hard for me. I don't know why, but I, you know, because I think we've talked about this. My path has been, I'll say, fits and starts, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so there have been points in my life where, you know, I, I don't think it was an intentional journey. I don't. But um, that being said, you know, I'm going to say one of the one of the readings I used to read a lot, um, which sounds kind of crazy considering my. Catholic upbringing, but um, in the Bible, Second Peter was one of my mm. a passage that that really was talking about temperance and patience, oh, and it was a time in my life that I was feeling like I needed both of those things, yeah. and I couldn't tell you today what the verse is. Second Peter, I think it's early in the, in the book of second Peter, but it goes through a list of things. And I always read them as I had to achieve one before the other. And so temperance came before patience. And so that was, that was a big lesson for me of perhaps I'm working on too much at one time, but that was a big one. That was a big one. Okay. Um, and then I have to say another one, and this was in my 30s. I'm going to say Second Peter was probably in my 20s. I, I relied on that a lot. Um, the Deserata of Happiness. Do you know this? No, I don't know that book. Oh, it, it is almost a, um, 
I'm going to call it a, a poem, but it is um, the author is an author by the last name of, oh, it's Max Ehrman. Okay. And it's a collection of philosophical poems. Um, and it was a gift from a, a friend who was an office mate and about 15 years older than I was. And perhaps she saw the stage in life that I was and knew that this collection of poems would help me. Oh, that's so cool. What yeah. about you? What about yeah. at the beginning of yours? Well, something just sparked in me was I was listening to you because I, I didn't go back. I don't think I went back as quite as far. Like when I think back to the very beginning, but I guess the very, one of the very first books that I was introduced to that would be considered, you know, inner development or spiritual development or women's work was the gift from the sea and Mara Lindbergh. And my mother gave me that book probably in my 20s, I, I would imagine. that yeah, I know she gave it to me a couple times over the years, not knowing if she'd given it to me or not. It's one of her favorite, was one of her favorite books. But that was probably one of the very first books that I read that really, you know, sparked that, you know, wait a minute, there's more to life than what I've been learning so far kind of feeling. Oh, yeah. You know, Laurel, you're not going to believe this book. That book is on my bookshelf. Yeah, I believe it. I believe I, I can't. I would imagine you having 10 copies and giving them out liberally. <laughs> Being such an ocean person. That's yeah. absolutely right. Right, right. Yeah. yeah. And then when I think like next, as I go, as I go back to the very beginning for me, some books after I had started really doing some inner work and was well on my journey inwardly. As I was reflecting, I was thinking one of the books that come to mind is Return to Love by Marianne Williamson. Very, very much like opened my eyes to seeing spirituality in a different kind of light as a miracle and living miracles and all that beautiful course of miracles kind of goodness that she weaves throughout that book. Um, the Feminine Face of God, which I don't have the author's title names right here, but we'll put them in the in the show notes. Um, really impacted me again it was kind of that awakening to a, a different kind of lens to look through spiritually you know a woman's lens really and um, awaken something there and then goddesses within was another one mm. which I didn't really know anything about the goddesses or mythology and so it was definitely started to like ping internally you know some of the yeah, who are my heroines or what do I look to, right, for uh, strength and, and examples of, of, um, of courage and all that good stuff. And then um, I always think about simple abundance. I go back to sometime in my 30s, I found that book and that was the, my first daily reader. And I loved that daily reader. That was so potent and so so full of really beautiful gems mm. and quotes and all kinds of good stuff in that book. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, you know, I use a daily reader right now that I absolutely love. Um, it is called the Book of Awakening. Mm -hmm. um, is that Mark Nepo? Yes. Yes. And that too. That you know, having a daily reader is a wonderful way to, to, you know, I guess, consider perspectives or lessons in life in very small bites, right? Yeah, small bites. And I think, it, I think the daily reader, 
prompted me to weave um, daily spiritual reading into my morning meditation. You know, at some point I started to realize I wanted that kind of um, uh, kind of dialogue or information coming into my mind first thing in the morning. And so I think I started, that was probably when I started doing my personal development, spiritual development reading in the morning. So I, I would meditate and then I would read and, and my books kind of got broken up into that activity. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, it's, it's what I do as well in the morning. Yeah. Um, and it really, you know, and it's interesting because now that I think about some of the other books that really have made an impact on me, I do like the, the, I'll say the small bits where you can pick it up and put it down. Um, and the daily reader does that for me. And some of the other books, one of the ones I was thinking about that has made a big difference for me was The Alchemist. Have you oh, read The yeah. Alchemist? Mm -hmm. yeah. um, you know, oh, that yeah. really, yeah. right? It really reads like a fictional story, right? Yeah. It, yeah. You know, um, The Last Lecture by mm -hmm. Randy Posh. Yeah. Right. Again, like, I love the stories that I can find yeah. the similarities in my own life and the lessons that I need to take from them. Yeah, um, no, that's great. That's great. And then, of course, the um, the gifts of imperfection is on one of mine that oh, I, I read. That book. Oh. Um, it's a Brene Brown book. Oh, Brene um, Brown, yeah. yeah. And you know, it. Um, I've never read one of her books that I didn't like but this one is an it's an easy read yeah. um one of her earlier ones and um yeah those yeah. are i think some of the ones yeah, the anatomy of the spirit have oh, um, anatomy of the one. spirit oh that was one of my first bible books i always thought of that as a bible book because there was so <laughs> much that introduced me to the whole world of chakras right carolyn mason her brilliance of mastering that that subject and all her books, all the Carolyn Mace collection, you know, is just amazing in their own way. Yeah. Yeah. But Anatomy of the Spirit, definitely on my Bible bookshelf, you know, like a reference book for sure. Yeah. That one really opened my eyes to yeah. the world of energetic healing and, um, and you know, the just our own ability to to heal ourselves and just beautiful, beautiful writing. Right. So yes, I agree. Her books are just, I like her books oh, as well. I know. And um, they're so, they can, I, what I loved about the anatomy of spirit was there was so much in there that applied to your everyday life. So it wasn't like just out there, learn about this stuff and how does it fit in it? The whole thing, it, you know, tells you how it fits in right to all the parts of your life. So it's so juicy and rich with great content. Yeah. 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 Um, one other that comes to mind is um, living the, um, oh, I'm not going to think of the name of it now. How bad is that? Yama and um, the Yamas. And it was a one of the books in my yoga training that was really about living a yoga lifestyle. Mm, yeah. um, fabulous. Again, how to implement it in your everyday life. Yeah, so powerful. Mm. I was thinking about, as you talked about the alchemist, one of the... Um, uh, authors that I read a lot of when I was doing my shamanic training was uh, Lynn Andrews. And I can't think of the titles of her books, but I think I read three of them and they all were story storytelling, you know, more fictionalized um, works, but it wove in this whole idea of the energy and the, the, the lifestyle of the shaman. So it was, it was, you know, just beautifully done. I loved those books. Yeah. Mm -hmm. 
Yeah. And so thinking about, let's go to our meditation. Now I, I taught meditation and Tai Chi. You've been teaching yoga and, and doing Reiki with people. So let's kind of go, tap over to that field a little bit. And what books come up for you in that arena that made a big impact or made, made a you know, personal shift for you? Yeah. No, so I think the Book of Awakening by Mark Meepo is one that I, you know, each, it's a daily reader and each day there are suggested meditations, right? Yeah. And that has made a big difference for me. Yeah. Um, that is part of what my morning ritual is, as we talked about. That's a big one. Um, and then I often read, there's a book called Go In and In by Dana Falls. Mm. Um and it's a it's a book of poetry, but I often read one of her writings before meditation. Mm, nice. Yeah. What about you? Yeah, for me, I the books that came up for me when I was thinking about um, meditation. The first one that I think that I read that really spoke to me at multi-levels about why I meditate was Full Catastrophe Living by John Kabat-Zinn. And I was living in Massachusetts at the time when I read that book. He was um, just, had just opened up the stress clinic at UMass um, Medical Center. And so he was really making an impact in the world around, you know, stress management and meditation. And, um, and that book's just a great book in terms of having ideas for exercises, meditations, and then all the reasons, you know, why it's so important that we do meditate and how it makes a difference in our lives. So that one I loved. And I loved Zen Mind, Beginner's Mind by um, Suzuki. Oh. Yeah. yeah. A really nice, simple, but powerful, you know, meditation, early meditation uh, teaching yeah. book. Yeah. 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 You know, there's a book I'm currently reading, um, The Surrender Experiment, Michael Singer. Um, oh, and um, it is about his own experience when he discovered meditation. And it's, you know, not a book that teaches you how to meditate, but his story is remarkable yeah. um, of how he learned to surrender mm, yeah. through meditation. Yeah, yeah. So beautiful. What's his other book? Is that there's something about Untethered? Untethered um, oh, Soul. Yeah. 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 People rave about that, too. I think I read that somewhere along the line, but I think I had maybe learned so much at that point it didn't impact me as much as it might have earlier on if I had read it yeah I've yeah. not read that one yet yeah that's great yeah so then what other books along the way Laurel or for you you know like anything from your yoga training that really you know you would recommend to women or people that are out there that are interested in yoga and and want to read a little bit more there's a book and I'll we'll have to put it in the show notes uh called Live, um, living yoga off the mat. Mm. Um, and that was a really nice book again on, you know, when we think about yoga, we think of asanas, which is one of, right. Um, I should know this better because I did this training, but, um, you know, it's the movement of yoga, but, but the, the lifestyle of yoga has so uh, many more aspects to it. And so, um, that book I really liked because it really talks about how to live yoga mm. in addition to on the map. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And so that was lovely. Yeah. There was a book um, that I was introduced to somewhere along the line, probably in the last 10 years called deep listening. 
and mm-hmm. I forget her her name. I'll, we'll put it in the show notes. But that was a great another great book um, that organized around the the practice of yoga, but got into again why we live yoga, why you know how how it impacts our life. Yeah, yeah, yeah. good one. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So, what other books come up? Anything you know? As we kind of just keep going here, what else? Um, pops into your mind. So I mentioned the four agreements. Yep, four agreements. And, we haven't um, said that one out loud yet, I don't think, on this particular podcast, but okay. we've referred to it before. Again, great book. Can't can't recommend that one enough. Yeah. And then um, I have also one that impacted me was um, The Seven Spiritual Laws of Success. Yeah, great um, book, Deepak Chopra. Right? That's right. You know, and so that... Um, and recently, I say recently, in the last five years, um, Jen Cicero's You Are a Badass. Oh, um, yeah. Okay, this one. is not a spiritual book, I don't think I would put it in the <laughs> spiritual category. Yeah. But that book really was, you know, a book that pushed me into, um, you know, inner work in that stop doubting yourself, right? And live your mm. live your best life. Yeah. Um, yeah. And so, you know, I perhaps there's an entire genre of other books <laughs> that are fun and, um, you know, I'll say not in the spiritual category, but they're all in the self-help category, right? Right. And they're to like, help us awaken, you know, to, mm-hmm. uh, to our own right inner uh, self-talk, our inner experience, and, and to raise our consciousness around how we are living in the moment-to-moment, day-to-day way, because ultimately the spiritual work is, you know, ch- change, right? Shifting and changing and and taking ownership of every aspect of your life and how you think and how you live inside yourself. So, um, yeah, some of these books are really fun, you know, ways to awaken and, and be called to the mat, so to speak. Right. <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. What about you? Um, you know, another couple more that come to mind. One is The New Earth, A New Earth by um, Eckhart Tolle. Eckhart Tolle's mm-hmm. collection of books, of course, are absolutely gorgeous and wonderful. And um, and I love I love his work and how the two things that so his work has been, you know, out there so much now. And we talk a lot about presence and our ability to be present. And he, I think he's made a huge impact for us in that way. So his books are filled with beautiful thoughts and ways of thinking about becoming more present in your life. And then the other one is, um, you know, trauma, trauma work, which he really calls again, this, this, you know, um, the pain body right how we carry around this pain body and how to begin to do the work of dissolving the pain body and working through the pain body so that you're free to be you know all that you can be and become and not just be burdened with the trauma and the pains of your life you know till till the end so to speak yeah yeah huge the power of now was that one of his books as well yes that was one of his books too yeah yeah, I think that might have been, was that the first one? That that might have been the first one. I don't yeah. know. Yeah. He had a couple that, you know, came out and then I I don't, I think Oprah might have been the one who introduced him to the world with a new earth maybe. And then I'm sure his whole life changed after that because he's such a smart and, you know, uh, how should we say, uh, authentic spiritual teacher, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful. Beautiful. Yeah. So those, those came up. Um, I loved The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks. I loved the teachings in that book. They're great little structured ways of thinking about how to how to 
how to find your purpose, your genius, your strengths, and why it's so important, and how to live into that a little bit more. I love that. Um, Stephen Pressfield's Turning Pro, similar to that, the idea of, um, again, finding finding your gifts, you know, and then taking it seriously, living into it, you know, seriously. Loved that book. Very early on, Codependent No More, for the people out there that, um, I know Pixie and I talked about this in our, in our um, podcast about pod, uh, codependence, but that changed my life because I grew up heavily steeped in being a codependent. So it was a good recovery book for me. Yeah. Yeah. So those all kind of came up as I was reflecting back, you know, along the way and along the journey, um, books that I know deeply impacted me that I, that I will reference, you know, and talk to people about. Yeah. Yeah. And you that you reread, you know, interestingly, I pick up, Every once in a while, I'll pick up a book I've read before. I don't think, I don't know if I've really reread any book back to front. That's a, you know, I mean, front to back, you know, like the whole thing. Again, I'm not sure I have. How about you? Have you? Can you um, find anything so, you know you've read twice or more than um, Well, The Alchemist, I've read twice. Yeah. I um the first time I read it, I was on a flight to Hawaii, so I had plenty of time to read the entire book on the way. Yeah. Um, and then I picked it up a couple of years later, you know, as a as a beach read. Mm-hmm. Um I think you know, I think that's the only one. I mean, some of the books that I read are like the Desrata of Happiness or Go In and In are are poems. And so they're very easy to pick up and read a piece of. Yeah. Um, yeah. 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 Um I want to just also mention Oriya Mountain Dreamer. I don't know if anybody's read Oriya Mountain Dreamer. She is, um, her books are The Invitation, The Dance, and The Call. And uh, powerful, power. That, that, that one goes probably back to even before my journey began. Somehow got a hold of that early on, The Invitation. The Invitation is a gorgeous poem, but then the whole book, is relates to the poem and she's an amazingly powerful writer so highly recommend her books as well Orion. I'm gonna look for those Mm, yes yes so um and also John O'Donohue for those of you that love Celtic wisdom or are interested in like really earth-based spirituality love 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 his stuff the first book I read by him was Anamkara yeah yeah beautiful Beautiful. I've not read him, mm, but I have heard plenty. Oh my well, gosh! <laughs> I will lend you a couple of my John O'Donoghue books when we are together. How about that? That would be lovely. And you know, it um, your the way that you speak about books and how you make them sound so delicious, almost like you're telling me what I should choose off a menu at a restaurant <laughs> and how good it is. <laughs> Well, thank you for that. You, oh. You've whet my appetite for more reading. <laughs> You're welcome. You're welcome. I mean, food is such incredible nourishment for the soul to me. You know, books. Books is just like yeah. they are nourishment. Yeah. 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 So before we sign off, Laurel, I'm going to mention four other books that I have sitting here right in my hands. And these and then we're going to we're going to talk about one more together. These four books, I'm going to just say the titles up quickly, but these four books to me really, really like flipped switches in me. Okay. So the first one 
How to Answer to the Silence by Helen Rhodes Wallace, an amazing spiritual teacher, way, way back, written way back in the late 1800s. Um, the Enlightenment Process by Judith Blackstone, really, she was a dancer and um, got injured, I think, and then got into spirituality and yoga or whatever, and a very easy to read book, but powerful in terms of helping you, uh, guide you to uh, practice meditation really gently, very beautiful. Giving Birth to God, A Woman's Path to Enlightenment, all of these are beautiful women's spirituality books. All of these highly recommend for women that are looking for getting steeped in feminine um, energy, feminine psychology, and feminine spirituality. And then Bound on Earth by Judith Hunter. Loved all of those books. And all of them, you know, just deeply, deeply affected by them. Yeah. And I'm curious, when did you read each of those? If you had to tell me which... Yeah, so the uh, how to how to enter the silence was the first one, and actually my son found that book and recommended it to me, and then I read the Enlightenment process, probably a good ten years or so ago, and then Bound on Earth and Giving Birth to God, I think were gifts from one of my dear friends, and I've read those in the last ten years as well. Yeah, yes. well, and later. You know, what I think is so remarkable, and I want our, our listeners to note this, yeah. that there are so many wonderful books. Oh, I know. And I you know. do not have to read them all in the same year. No. That this, this path of learning from books and reading and discovering and being introduced to new authors and deeper spirituality, um, you know, just deeper inner work yeah. is a it's a process mm -hmm. that we have a lifetime to do. Laurel, I am so glad you said that because, you know, I think about if, if somebody came to my home and they saw the book, book shelves of books that I have, a lot of it, and some of them are gone, right? Our books, they've been my favorites and, I, and then some I've passed on, some I've held on to, but you know, it's 35 years of, that's a lot of time to read books. <laughs> you know? It really yeah, is. Yeah. yeah. And you know, um, when I used to drive a lot, I would listen to books on audio, yeah. um, which is still a wonderful way to compliment. And I, when I was reading The Anatomy of the Spirit, yeah. I had the audio and the book. Um, and it was lovely to be able to listen. And in the world we live in today, where almost everything is available on audio, and our local libraries have free audio books, yeah. right? or there's podcasts on on by these authors or with these about these books. I think it's a wonderful way to to dabble in yes the reading of a hundred books. <laughs> I know, I know. And and also to, you know, um to trust yourself, you know, if you're drawn to a book, like I feel like that was one of the biggest things for me, the books that I feel drawn to, right? Or that somebody really recommends that I know they, they like what I like, then I'll go ahead and might purchase it, right? But to go ahead and allow yourself to do a little browsing, you know, uh, plop into, you know, the, the, the search bar, you know, books on feminine spirituality or whatever it is that you're interested in and then see what comes up. There's so many good books don't want to hesitate to to mention that I have two books courageous woman and live your inner power live your inner power is a journal chock full of questions that 
take you through the inner power wheel, the practices of the inner power wheel. Courageous Woman introduces you to that and tells my story of how it came alive in me and those practices, how they changed my life and transformed my world. So um, definitely recommend those books. And If Woman Rose Rooted, right? This was a book that was in, in, my daughter introduced to me and I gifted to Laurel because I just felt like once I started reading this book, it was another life changer. And don't we love this book, Laurel? It, that book is so good. So I am so glad that you gifted that with me yeah. to me. I, um, I really love, you know, the Celtic, mm. all of the stories, the wisdom, the, and I love the connection with the earth. Yes, yes, yes. Very earth-based spirituality and wisdom and a sense of, you know, uh, if woman rose rooted is so much about how as women, you know, one of, one of the ways that we become really strong and deeply connected internally is became, is being connected on the earth to mother earth. And, and a lot of times in this lifestyle that we live in, that, that is not anything that we even pay attention to or even feel like we understand or know about. And to have somebody bring that to our attention and speak into that so beautifully has been a joy to read. That's by Sharon Blackie. And we're thinking of doing a book circle on that one. So we'll keep you posted on that information, right? That would be so much fun. I would look forward to doing a book circle. And, yeah. you know, we talked about summer being a perfect time to do a book circle. Yeah. Yeah. So, so stay we'll, tuned. Yeah. Stay tuned. Stay tuned. Laurel, anything else before we sign off for today? No, I think that was so much fun. I'm, and I'm so, yeah. And I'm so glad you told everybody not to feel like they have to read them all at once. Right. We're going to have a long list in the notes here of all the books. Don't go out and buy them all at once. <laughs> I I just have to tell you, I had to say that because I need it as much as maybe other people do. I am so tempted to run out to my local bookstore, which I love going to my local bookstore um, and buying more books. But I too have shelves and shelves of books. Yeah. Um, I was going to set a goal of 12, reading 12 books this year. Oh, nice. Um, yeah. And um, I encourage our, our listeners, you know, Maybe you want to join me in setting a goal of 12 books this year. Um, I'm going to join you on that one, Laurel. Because I have I 12 that. books. Yeah. On, I would love to have you join me. I have 12 books on my bookshelf or more that I have not read, but they are on my list to read. Yeah. And so, um, you know, I, I think it would be a great goal to really just yeah. pick, you know, kind of pick the books that I want to read this year and, and do that. Yeah, that's great. Okay, I'm, I'm signing on with you, Laura. And we're going to sign off now, but stay tuned, everybody. We're going to have more information on our book circle sometime this summer. And don't forget, we have a closed Facebook group, Beautiful Work, Beautiful Life. So if you want to learn more about it, and of course, we're going to have information there. If you're a Facebook user, you can get all the info through there, but also through our mailing lists as well. So join one of our mailing lists and you can find out all the goodies that are going on and always stay tuned to our podcast because we'll be talking about it. <laughs> all right, Laurel, off we go. Thanks for sharing your favorite books and um, look forward to reading some of yours. Thank you. I can't wait to read yours. Have a great day. You too. Bye for now. Bye.